Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Hovos Halevavot and we're in the last chapter of this uh, two-volume book called The Gate of Love of God. And uh, today the question that is asked is, uh, is it within the power of a human being to attain love of God? And Rabbi Bahia, Ibn Pakuda says, I say in response to this question as follows. So he says, love is of three kinds. There's three types of, 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 of love, three kinds of love. One is a love for which it's easy for the lover to give up his money, but not his body or soul. So people, sometimes they, they, they love other people in a monetary way, like for example, parents that um, they, they love their kids, but the way they show it is with toys and with uh, comforts and a lot of uh, material uh, gifts, but he doesn't give of their time. They don't give of their time. They don't give uh, a love. They don't give uh, a, a hearing, a, a moment to sit and talk to them. It's all uh, money and they show their love with their abundance. And then you have another type of love for which the lover finds it easy to give up part of his body and all, all of his money. So he's a more generous type of person. He gives of his body, of his time, of being with the person, and he's willing to give everything for this person as long as he cherishes the hope that he will remain alive. And the third one is the love for which the lover finds it easy to give up money, body, and soul, which is a person that is really not attached to anything in his life. He's willing to give everything of himself to the person he loves. So we find that our forefather, Abraham, he was actually uh, the personification of, of, of love, of, uh, of, of hesed, of love and kindness. And he showed his love for God in all these three ways. He gave Hashem everything. He gave everything of himself. Whatever Hashem asked from, from him, he would do. So with his money, he would spend it providing for wayfarers. He would uh, have, do the mitzvah of Oknasas or him, which is to bring people into his tent in the middle of the desert. He would uh, give them lavish dinners and to drink in the middle of nowhere. And he gave them of his time, of his of his body, he gave them uh, knowledge, he taught them the ways of God, and his statement to King Solomon, uh, <clears throat> uh, to the king of Sodom, I'm sorry, his statement to the king of Sodom, he, he would say, not a thread, not a shoe, not a strap, and this is Bereshit, is a testimony to his generous spirit and shows that money was little account for him. Like he was, when he went and, and fought uh, the kings, he was not waiting to come out with money. He, th this is not the reason he went. Uh, so with his body, he fulfilled the covenant concerning circumcision. When Hashem asked him at 99 years old to circumcise himself and all his household, he didn't even flinch. He did it, not even thinking. And he, sh and he not only did it, he did it with joy, with, with, 
joy to God, and he showed readiness to surrender, surrender his soul for love of God by demonstrating his eagerness and alacrity when Hashem asked him to sacrifice his only son, Itzak, in, in, the, in Akeda. He woke up early, he was ready, he saddled the donkeys, he was ready to go, didn't even think about it. And the third kind is the highest degree of love of God. Such a love cannot be attained by every person. Not everybody can attain this one. For it is beyond normal human capacity as human nature opposes and resists it when it is found in exceptional individuals. It is only because the Creator strengthens and helps them so that the instinct not overcome them and this is in reward to their efforts. So is in his service and their fulfillment of the commandments of his Torah with sincerity, wholeheartedness, and genuine inwardness, such is the case with God's prophets and his chosen and treasured ones. So not everybody is willing to risk everything they have in their lives for Hashem. When people put to the test, the, the Jew has this hidden love that is willing to do it. And we've seen a, uh, through, a, through history how many Jewish people were willing to give their lives for God. Even people that were not even religious, that when it came to the test, they were willing to die for Hashem. So we see here that, <clears throat> that proof that these two kinds of edit, evidence of wholehearted love of God is in the following. One is the adversary said, it is for nothing that Yehov fears you. So Yehov was one of the advisors of Pharaoh. He had three advisors. He had a Pharaoh in Egypt. It was Yehov, Yitro, and Bilam. And when he wanted to find the Jewish solution, which is going on since forever, this Jewish solution, eh, Bilam said, obviously, yes, kill all the Jews. Uh, Yitro fled to Midian and he didn't want to be part of this. He just went away. He didn't say anything. And then Eov stayed quiet and didn't say anything. So one said, yes, kill them. The other one did, showed he's not in accord with this and he went the other way. And Eov stayed quiet. And because of this, this Eov, he became a very rich man. He had a lot of prestige. He had a lot of honor. He had a big family. He had everything a human being could ever imagine. And one day, the Satan said to Hashem, is it for nothing that Eov fears God? Like, why, why don't you put him to the test? He loves you so much. He's always talking about you. But what has he done for you? Like, really, how can we know this guy is for real? So Hashem said, all that he has is in your hands. Like, do with him whatever, let's test him. He allowed him to be tested. There's a book called the Book of Eov, which is a book that deals with human suffering. And, um, and this Eov is the, actually the, 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 the character of suffering and how he dealt with it. And so he's tested and he loses everything he has, everything, his money, his family, everything, his honor, everything, and, um, and he keeps loving Hashem. And so we see that it doesn't matter whatever, he gave his everything to God, and he still loved Hashem. So, so, the, so we see that the Creator, may he be exalted, said to the adversary, here he is in your hands, but spare his life. Like, do everything that you want, but don't kill him. And he went through so much, but nevertheless, he did not change his love for God. 
So we see that Eov's genuine love and purity of heart towards God made manifest to all who had doubted him since they endured patiently and readily both the loss of his wealth and physical pain and did not condemn God's judgment. And in one of his replies to his friends, he said, Though he slay me yet, I will wait for him. He loved God with money, with no money, with health, with no health, with honor, with no honor. Like his book is like, um, like the, 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 the proof that a person can come to love Hashem no matter what. Love of God, it doesn't depend on what you have and what you don't have. And so the Creator praised him for this and did not praise the words of his friends when they rebuked him. And it says, And God said to Eliphaz Hatemani, I am angry with you and your two friends, for you did not speak properly before me as my servant Eov. You also see that the Creator grouped two righteous men together with Eov and held them up as an example when he said, Noah, Daniel, and Eov, by their righteousness they would save themselves. Moreover, God then restored his fortunes as it's written, and God restored Eov's fortunes. So he, he gave back to Eov everything he had lost. And Eov's attitude and approach were emulated by all the early pious ones who experienced trials. Daniel in the lion's den, his Daniel's fellows in the fiery furnaces, and the ten martyrs, which we see in the book, in the, in the Maxor of Yom Kippur, that we have this, this, um, this moment when we're in Yom Kippur, where we are reminded by these ten martyrs that were martyred in Rome by the Roman Empire uh, in the times of the second uh, destruction of the second temple, and we see how they gave their lives uh, because they knew this is what Hashem wanted from them and they had no problem. Uh, Rabbi Akiva, when they asked him, he says, I've been waiting my whole life to, 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 to die, Al-Kiddush Hashem, for the love of God. So if one persists in love of God, where the motive is hope of reward or fear of punishment in this world or on, on the next, a love whose dictates most people can live up to, and one is occupied with it continuously, the Creator will strengthen him and help him reach true love. Where the sole motive is to extol and exalt the Creator, may he be exalted, a love beyond normal human capacity. As scripture says, I love those who love me and those who seek me will find me. But the, the one who avoids me wrong, wrongs himself. So what Rabbi Bahia is teaching us, us here is that it's very, very easy to love God when everything's going okay. When the sun is shining and the birds are singing and you have a, a job and you have a comfortable life, it's very easy to love God. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. But when the Jewish people are put to difficult times and we're struggling and we're suffering and life is not so easy to still say Baruch Hashem, to say still like, may the name of God be exalted, you know, thank God for everything we have, no matter how little you have, then this shows a true love for God. So I want to wish you a blessed week. May we know Hashem in good times, that all our love be for saying thank you Hashem for everything we have and that we should know no sorrows to show our love, that we can show it also when things are good. Because other people, there's people who don't even show their love when things are good. So may you have a beautiful week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.